Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Primetime on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly with Shazad Haq. Now, takings at the till rang a little bit higher in the UK as consumers celebrated the festive season. According to data out from the British Retail Consortium, retail sales inched up 0.6% on year in December, higher than the forecast of 0.3%. A higher than expected reading should be taken as bullish for the sterling. On the flip side, Britain's services sectors suffered its biggest loss of momentum last month as the Omicron variant pushed UK services PMI to a 10-month low. So what does all of this mean for the UK's economy? Joining us on the line now to give us her analysis is Panjin Yi, Economics Associate Director at IHS Market. Ginny, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, good afternoon, Rachel Shazat. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining us today to break down these figures. You know, Shazad and I were talking because these positive retail figures that have come out, um, you know, it looks like year end cheer. But we were looking at some articles that we had spoken about on the show just a few weeks ago Mm. that said that retail sales were really slowing down. Yet it seems that these numbers out today have exceeded expectations. What's going on? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so well, I would say on a monthly basis, if you look at the retail sales figure, that at 0.6% month on month is a slowdown from November's 1.8%. So I would say that, you know, spending mm-hmm. continues to be the case, but I think, you know, that certainly slowed a little bit from November when I think, you know, a lot of the consumers have been actually piling in that shopping ahead of the holiday season in light of a lot of constraints, supply constraints that they are seeing. Also, importantly, I think, you know, it's important to highlight, and I think you read about this as well, a lot of what has been seen mm. had actually also been driven by pandemic behaviors. So think of the supermarket essentials, people dining at home instead of out during the holiday period, and that is, you know, hospitality hit instead. And I think, you know, to some extent as well, holiday cheer does play a part, last-minute Christmas shoppers, but a lot of the spending seems to be on physical gifts this time around, rather than services in the holiday season. Yeah, interesting, all of that. Uh, We also have got uh, labour productivity numbers due out today. Uh, What are you expecting? Yeah, so well, with labour productivity, we have seen the well last prior reading in Q2 2021. That had increased steadily to 4.3%, which is actually a recent peak. Our expectation actually is for this to remain quite elevated going forward still. In our December KPMG REC UK report on jobs that's compiled by IGES mm-hmm. Market, had actually shown that hiring activity continued to expand strongly amid robust demand for workers. Um, even though candidate availability dropped at a softer rate, we have actually seen that the starting salary inflation had hit the fresh series high in December. So what this all means is that the job market is actually becoming tighter in the UK and could actually remain so um, given the changes that we have seen brought about by the pandemic, Brexit, so that all bodes well to keep the labour productivity in, uh, improving in the coming months. So you're talking about COVID-driven numbers for retail, COVID-driven numbers for labour productivity, and now looking at uh, PMI, the IHS market, CIPS servicing PMI fell to a 10-month low in December. COVID again, Brexit here too? Yeah, interesting, Rachel, that you know you mentioned there's two drivers. I would say both playing a very important part, but well, Brexit itself 
largely accounting for what we're seeing throughout with respect to manufacturing. So one is for exporters. Manufacturing exporters actually reported a drop in their exports mm. due to Brexit. But for services generally, what we're seeing is the um, effect coming through with Omicron and lingering Delta spread that's actually causing a lot of the face-to-face interaction, particularly consumer services in the UK, to come under pressure. I think likewise, we've also seen labour disruptions amid the COVID-19 related absences. So these are created a lot of business uncertainties and in turn, the likes of travel, leisure, hospitality sector being the ones to take the heavy hit during this holiday season. Also, I just want to mention as well, I think service providers also having to shoulder a lot of the cost burdens, mm-hmm. the increasing cost that continues to be in the case and likewise, you know, with staff and their wages as well due to the COVID-19 situation. Well, we are speaking to Pan Jingyi here of the Economics Associate Director of IHS Market, talking about the figures that have come out of the UK. Jingyi, what about some of the strongest and weakest sectors and, and why? So I would like to take a little bit of a big picture view when it comes to the sectors. And I would say while we did find that the UK manufacturing PMI registered the strongest reading, um, the construction activities actually increased the fastest in December. Uh, this reflecting the continued recovery of the construction sector and really being prompted by residential construction activity. For manufacturing and services, actually, the output growth had been on par in December. So services suggest this cars actually a sharp slowdown due to pandemic restrictions, mm-hmm. including what's self-imposed given the kind of Omicron spread experienced by folks in the UK. But on the other hand, actually manufacturing did pick up in December. So 52.7 to 53.6 was what we've seen. And that's actually with a bit of an easing of the supply chain delays. Although I just need to caveat again that the situation going forward a lot depends on whether the Omicron variant could induce further supply pressures. And that's it, supply chain issues as well, right? So going forward, I mean, the figure for December was above the 50 mark, which, as we know, separates growth from a contraction. Do you expect these numbers to continue on a downward trend and could we see it dip below 50? Yeah, Rachel, I don't want to be all doom and gloom. Thanks, Jingy. Okay. The future activity index, so we poll our panelists with regards to the expectation for the coming 12 months. And in fact, in December, despite the rise in COVID-19 cases, um, the business expectation will little change. They do see a strong pipeline of work across the different sectors and also actually expect the tightening of pandemic restrictions to be temporary. Previously, you know, we have seen in early 2021, um, late 2020 period of time, there was more severe restrictions in the UK then, and that had caused, well, the kind of contraction in the PMI numbers. This time around, IG's market COVID-19 containment index actually showing a much lower reading mm. for the containment index. And in fact, we're expecting easing of these restrictions from February. So I think that really lowers the risk of contraction going um, this time around. Okay, so, you know, on that positive note... We're talking about uh, Omicron, of course, uh, which, yeah, look, it's it's not been as bad, of course, as we know. It's not as mm. serious as Delta. Um, but we can't talk about these figures without mentioning Omicron. And most Britons are still working from home, as they are in many parts of the world. Um, how might this continue to impact the services sector? 
Yes, so uh, I think, you know, definitely if this situation continues to worsen, we have to caveat the fact that, you know, that could actually weigh further on the output for the UK. But, you know, we've discussed that so far the consumer confidence doesn't seem to be so much affected per se. Um, And also, I would say in terms of just looking at the cases rise in the UK, we have actually well noticed nascent signs of COVID-19 cases peaking. So if that should be the case, I think, you know, the world itself may show signs of actually easing. So a lot of the impact that we are seeing may actually be more concentrated in the first quarter of this year uh, before things get better. And with IGES market, our expectation when it comes to COVID-19, the Omicron variant or others coming through um, potentially, if in the case in the new year, is that the global pandemic shift towards a global endemic status is still expected to continue. Okay, Jeannie, while we've got you with us very quickly, we've still got quite a number of uh, economic stats due out at the end of the week in the UK, GDP, industrial production. What are you looking out for? Yeah, definitely. So we're going to see in November this data, they're still going to show that services had actually grown much stronger than, well, the manufacturing recovery. So you're looking at, well, the consensus pointing to 7.5% broad base from 4.6%. Overall, I think the optimism, as I mentioned, is still pretty strong. So moving into the year ahead, IGES market, we're forecasting a growth of 4% in 2022 from 6.9% in this 2021. Um, still pretty much strong numbers, even though, well, of course, it's a bit of a slowdown that's been seen. Um, very much supported by the vaccine boosters and the government's decision you know, to really keep the situation under control as much as possible without hampering too much um, activity in the economy. Wonderful. Well, Jeannie, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us and help us to break down those numbers today. Thanks, Jeannie. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking with Panjini, Economics Associate Director at IHS Markets. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.